Hey there, and welcome to a brand new start. I'm your host, Sheridan Hare, and I'm the Ontario High School Specialist Student Recruitment Officer at Nipissing University. Joining me each episode will be a different member of the Nipissing University student community, sharing what life as an NU Laker is really like. Today, we are chatting with Chris Pekarski. Chris is the out-of-province student recruitment officer here at Nipissing University, which means that he gets to travel across Canada to meet with students and share his Nipissing knowledge. Chris graduated from Nipissing with a Bachelor of Arts degree with a double major in social welfare and social development and sociology, and has been a member of the recruitment team since 2015. He is also the producer of this podcast. He's the guy behind the scenes and the one who has made this whole project possible. Chris, thank you so much for being here today. Wow, what a great set. (laughs) (laughs) Maybe you should explain what's going on. It's beautiful here. Yeah, in our green room that is freezing dawn daylight today. So for all our listeners, why don't you tell everyone your role with the podcast? Sure. So on the podcast? (laughs) On the podcast. Okay, so uh, I am the producer of the podcast. Uh, I edit, record, publish all the things that make Sheridan and her guests look fantastic. (laughs) Sound fantastic. Amazing. <laughs> Amazing even. <laughs> That's a foreshadowing joke that people aren't going to get until like halfway through eight episodes season. deep. Yeah. yeah, I know. Yeah. So, and um, your role on the team too. Yeah. Okay. Uh, so my role on the team uh, within, within the student recruitment office is I interact primarily with out-of-province students. Uh, so that extends, you know, obviously outside of the province of Ontario. I help with a bit of in-province recruiting, obviously. Uh, I'm one of the committee members on the Canadian Universities event, uh, which happens in BC every single year. And uh, when appropriate, I interact with international students who are living here domestically. And how did you end up working in recruitment? Tell us about your journey from, you know, as a grade 12 student to oh, today. Okay. Well, so <laughs> I am from North Bay. Uh, I went to high school locally here. Originally, actually went to a different, high, a different university. Uh, I applied to Nipissing in, in a different fashion, and then I eventually came back. So when I transferred back here, because I was a mature uh or I was a transfer student, excuse me. I was, a, I was a transfer student. Hold on. Okay, why don't you start that over? I was a transfer student coming from a different university. Uh, I came back to North Bay. Uh, I changed my program. And then I decided that, you know, my time at my other institution was great, but I don't think it was the right choice for me. So when I came back, I decided to make the most of my opportunities by being a, a big fish in a small pond, so to speak. And, you know, North Bay being my home, uh, it was a nice transition for me just to kind of start my education career on the right foot. And what did you take here at Nipissing? Good question, Sheridan. I took, uh, I did a double major uh, at a Bachelor of Arts degree, double majoring in sociology and social welfare and social development. Uh, After I graduated, I went on to work in the student recruitment office in 2015. And then I took a year off and then I came back to the team in, I guess it was in 2017. So I did a college diploma or college certificate program after, so in between. And then after 2017, I basically moved the team ever since. So I've been essentially here for about five-ish, six years. Wow. And you've been at one post-secondary institution or another for the last how many years? Yeah. So I did a year at a university in Ontario, and then I changed to Nipissing. I spent, I guess, five years here uh, where I did a double major. I was really involved in the student union, got really involved in clubs on campus, did a lot of you know uh, volunteerism. And then after my one travel season with recruitment, I went on to do a postgraduate certificate uh, at a college in Southern Ontario. And then I came back to work here essentially full time. 
Yeah, so lots of different experiences. Yeah, and that yeah. definitely brings lots into your current role. Lots I think of so. different experiences. Yeah, a little bit of diversity doesn't hurt. So yeah. So why don't you tell us a little bit about your involvement as a student? Because you've you've told us a little bit, and I'd mm. love for you to tell everyone about the club that you started. <laughs> okay, well, I'll preface by saying this. As a not-club <laughs> representative at this point, and being a member of the staff, the clubs in Nipissing rotate every single year. So a club might, might be here this year, might not be here next year, right? So let's take that with a grain of salt. But I was involved uh, with the Pokemon Fan Club, Back in its inception, uh, I was the president with a group of close friends. We started it. Sheridan, I could see you laughing, but it was, and I will brag about this. I will flex. It was, at its point, the biggest non-faculty-related club on campus. It really peaked with you as its president. Uh, We had a good team. I won't take all the credit. I'll take some. But uh, between uh, the Pokemon Fan Club and, uh, at that point in time, the Student Union's Frosh Week... Uh, volunteering. I did a lot of hosting different events as well. Actually, really, this is a really fun story. I think you know this one. I was MC for the International Food Festival through uh, the International Initiatives Office. So oh. that's kind of cool. Interesting. Yeah. All these things I didn't know about you. So many hats. <laughs> so while you were a student here at Nipissing, did you have a favorite class that you took? My favorite class? I had a couple. Uh, I would think consumer culture was one of my favorite ones. Mm-hmm. It was a sociology class. Um Digital Humanities with uh, Professor Plamondon was awesome. Uh, I like addictions through social welfare as well. That was really cool. Uh, lots of different stuff. I mean, I had like two pretty like, I would say concentrated concentrations, but mm-hmm. like two specializations that I kind of had to put a lot of time right. and credits into. But coming as a transfer student, I did have some uh, extracurricular, not extracurricular, uh, what do you call those? Electives. Electives. <laughs> I had some electives. Do you work at a university? You, you know, you'd think I would. Uh, I had some elective credits come over. Uh, it wasn't a lot, but I, I streamlined pretty pretty quickly. Right. Yeah. And you mentioned a professor in your favorite class. So who was that? And are they your favorite professor? Uh, oh, man. I'm going to catch the heat because... You want me to ask you? <laughs> no, 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 no. I'll, I'll cop out and give multiple. Uh, Serena Kataoka is awesome. Big fan of Serena. Uh, ben Kelly. He's my he's one of my favorites. Yeah. His classes were, like, definitely some of the most fun, where I think Serena's was, like, really, really engaging. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, I like, obviously, a lot of members of the faculty. Uh, it's it's hard to pick, but those two usually come to mind. I took intro to sociology. Um, oh, my God. It was part two. I don't remember what that was called. Uh, who was the prof? Ben Kelly, I was going to say. Ben. Yeah, oh, okay. I took it. So I took my first half with someone else. And the second half with Ben Kelly, and yeah. I, I really liked his class, and, and the first half, of course, but Ben's yeah, a, Ben's but a he was good, yeah. Yeah, he, he's able to teach things in a really unique way, right? Mm-hmm. I think with the consumer culture class, uh, we talked a bit about, like, how the influence of, like, culture was affected through, like, marketing and campaigns. Uh, again, I'm summarizing, of course, but we talked a bit about how, um, like, Sigmund Freud was, like, hired by, like, uh, I think it was, like, tobacco companies to promote, like, their sales. Mm. And so he essentially did that through promoting and empowering women as, like, a feminist movement. Interesting. It's complicated, but it's very cool how that works. I could, yeah, I could definitely see that. Very, very cool stuff. Mm-hmm. Layered. Yeah. So lots of favorite professors. All the professors on Nipsing are great. They're all fantastic. Can't say a word <laughs> bad about them. <laughs> if you could go back and meet your first year self, uh-huh. Whether that's your first year at Nipissing or your first year in post-secondary as a whole, uh-huh. is there a piece of advice that you would give him? Yeah, so treating me as two different individuals, because I can get the answer easier, I'm okay. going to give two different pieces of advice. Right? I think for first year me at a different institution, like before I transferred, I think uh, it's just to like, 
find your footing, right? It's a matter of just like, for me, it was, I was moving too fast. I was doing too much. I wasn't, you know, really diligent as a student. Um, and, you know, I probably would lead this into my next point is to get involved. I think a nice way for you to kind of find your footing into like layers roots and, you know, find a place that you can call your own is to kind of get out there, put yourself out there. Mm-hmm. I think by doing that really early on for me at Nipissing, I was able to build up a big network of friends, lots of different opportunities uh, and memories I still cherish today. So just get out there and find your footing. I agree with you. I think getting involved makes all the difference in your university experience. Yeah. I mean, it's kind of like a classic answer, but I think it's a fitting one. Yes. I think in a place like Nipissing where, as I kind of mentioned earlier, you can be a big fish in a small pond, so to speak, getting involved, getting out there, it only better serves you, right? Mm-hmm. For sure. So we talked uh, a little bit about how you made it to Nipissing, how you made it into recruitment, but... Let's talk more about how you became the out-of-province student specialist. How, <laughs> how did you make it there? And what, what's your favorite part of being the out-of-province student specialist? Cool. So this is not super eventful as like a, as a how I got to this position. But I mean, it was the position available and I, you know, I, I took it. It was fun. You snapped it up. Yeah. I mean, I think the interesting <laughs> part about it is that at that point in time when that was offered to me, I had, you know, several travel students under my belt. Uh, I did a lot of different things inside of Ontario as a recruitment officer at that point in time. And so for me, the attraction was by being the out-of-province student, mm-hmm. uh, you know, with a, with sprinklings of international somewhere around there. Not that I travel international, but, you know, that's it's involved. Yeah. Um, there's something new for me. It was something different, something exciting, right? Yeah. So for the fact that I could, you know, travel outside of the province, uh, obviously very, very alluring. I think it's very fun to travel. It's my favorite part about the job, arguably is to travel. Mm-hmm. Uh, you get to see so many parts of our beautiful country, beautiful mm-hmm. province. You know, small town Ontario is one of my favorite things. Just seeing small <laughs> little communities kind of um, totally open their, you know, their, their hearts and homes for you. Uh, that's really cool. I love that. And so I mentioned earlier, I was part of the Canadian Universities event, which is called the Q or the BCQ. Uh, that's one of the events that were normally I would travel to BC. This year we're offering it digitally, of course. And that's always a fun time too. So I guess I just kind of, it kind of fell upon me with some experience, but uh, it's a role that I, I welcome and I cherish. Yeah. When would a student come into contact with you or when could they reach out to you? If they are an out-of-province student, of course. Yeah. So uniquely, I mean, we'll talk, of course, you'll hear about Sherrod's profile in some capacity, <laughs> uh, but I, I deal with, I would say mostly high school students throughout a province, just because within our team, there's so many different layers of portfolios that you know, when I interact with a, an Indigenous student or a mature and transfer student or a grad student, if they're out of province, I'm kind of just like more of like a liaison to get them to the right people, right? right. Whereas when I'm talking to most out of province students, they tend to be from high school, uh, whether I'm, you know, visiting or I'm doing an online webinar, uh, you know, whether it's a school presentation or not, it's usually how they find me. Mm-hmm. But of course, our information is all online, which is how a lot of things are consumed now and, and reached. And so they can always reach me that way as well. Right. And those uh, out-of-province high school students are the only ones that fall just in your portfolio. All the other ones kind of overlap. Yeah, kind of. Yeah. yeah. So I think being like the kind of one of the, I would say one of the jack of all trade kind of portfolios <laughs> that we have on the team yeah. um, is that I can be applied to a lot of different people's uh, workloads, which is cool. Yeah. cool. I kind of get a bit of everything, which yeah. is nice. But yeah, the strictly high school out-of-province students are the ones that I would definitely deal with and interact exclusively. Right. Uh, which happens to be the most. Right. So if you are an out-of-province high school student, I'm your guy. <laughs> or out-of-province any student. Yeah, of course. But of course. lots of other people you can connect with too. Start, start with me. We'll, we'll find the right spot for you. Yeah. What is a day in the life of you like? 
as a as a human being? Or? <laughs> <laughs> no. Well, maybe. All right. Share a little bit about that and about the job, if you like. like cool. What, what does your day to day in the job look like? If you want to include okay. brushing your teeth in the morning, go for it. I won't. I'm. A, I'm a, y'all let the audience assume and hopefully pray <laughs> that I brush my teeth every single day. Uh, but I would say the average day for me lately has been different than what has been in the last little while. But traditionally. Uh, I get to the office, usually, you know, transit in or drive up, depending on what's going on. Uh, get my coffee in, answer my emails. Uh, nowadays, I'm doing a lot of different post-production stuff, of course, with our lovely podcast. <laughs> uh, and in the afternoon, I'm finishing events and things, planning for events. So uh, any kind of communications I have, I do have out of province, uh, like appointment times and call opportunities for students who want to talk to me directly. They can find that information on our website, of course. Um, so if you need to talk to me directly, you can do it by email, you can do it by a phone. Uh, but most of the time I'm just, you know, creating stuff, helping with content and getting ready for next, next event. So yeah, it's fun. Very eventful. Yeah, it's okay. These days, <laughs> these days are busy with our, uh, yeah. recruitment season and full swing. Yeah. The fall season, as you know, of course, is a very busy time for us and, uh, out of province, Ontario high school, all of it's very busy. So we're just trying to stay on top as best we can. Mm-hmm. So a lot of teamwork, which is fun. Yeah, yeah. I love it. Mm-hmm. Me too. <laughs> so, Chris, if a student is an out-of-province student mm-hmm. and they're thinking about p- applying to Nipissing, yeah. are you able to help them navigate that with the different admission requirements? Because obviously course codes are different here in Ontario than they would be in BC or any other province across Canada. So can you help them navigate that? Yeah, yeah, certainly. Thankfully for, speaking generally, of course, for the average student who would be listening to this and talking to me, which would be the out of province high school mm-hmm. students, um, their application process is fairly similar to the ones in Ontario. The only okay. d- change would be, as you said, course code. And uh, the only other difference is basically just application deadlines. Right. right? The Ontario high school deadline is uh, in January, traditionally. I think it's like the second week of January. Mm-hmm. Uh, whereas out of province students can obviously get that application started earlier, but their application basically has to be complete in terms of projected courses and finished courses by April 1st. Okay. Mm-hmm. Nice. Other than that, it's yeah, they can come talk to me. We can talk about what they need. Is the course the right code? Uh, thankfully, I'm you know, got my ins on the admissions team. Uh, they can help us out with that. So if there's any questions that a student may have, I can direct them in the way they need to go. I think it's nice that our team is so involved that no matter what kind of background they come from, mm-hmm. you know, a member of our team could support them. Right. Right. Whether they're coming from uh, Ontario, but you know, they've only been here for two years because they're you know originally from outside the country. That's a different conversation than normal. Right. Uh, if they did one year of post-secondary and they transferred, but they weren't quite sure what they want to do or we don't have the same program. The nice thing about our team, and again, me being here long enough to see how much our roles have changed, which is fantastic, mm-hmm. is that no matter what the students' requirements or needs are, we're able to help in some capacity. Right. Which is great. We all have that different expertise that no matter who they are, someone can help. Yeah, I think that's great. I mean, our team is like, it's in the Ontario recruitment uh, sphere, I would say we're probably one of the bigger teams, but I think we're relatively hands-on. Like mm-hmm. we don't, we hire, you know, contracts when the time is right to travel. But uh, yeah, I think we're all pretty involved. We see each other almost every single day and, mm-hmm. you know, we're always involved and we help each other out. So yeah. it's good. It's a good team. I, I love our team. Our team is great. I love our <laughs> team. Yeah, I think, uh, especially the last couple of years as I've been here, you know, more of a, a full-time uh, employee is that I think... I've seen so much change within the game and recruitment in Ontario and Canada, but just our own team and how we've been able to 
change the needs of the students, change the needs of, you know, what's going on globally. Uh, mm-hmm. We've been able to kind of roll with the punches and that's fantastic. Yeah. So moral of the story is if you're listening to this podcast and you need some advice, uh-huh. reach out because we'd love us. to chat with you. Talk to us. Clearly, we're clearly <laughs> chatters. This is what yeah. we do on our off time. It's not even off time. We're All day, is, every day. This is our job at this point. <laughs> but no, it's it's fun. I think, I, think I, I mean, again, I've been doing this for a couple of years now and I think the reason why I enjoy doing it is because, I mean, one, it's a people person job, mm-hmm. right? I love to talk to people. I love to be around people. But it's also, you know, a great way to start your your life off as a young person, you know, more often cases than not, or start a new, you know, step in your career, your, your journey in life, whatever it has you that, mm-hmm. you know, we get to be part of that process for them, mm-hmm. right? Whether they're, you know, mature student coming out of high school, they aren't quite sure what they want. Um, being a part of that is is exciting. It's, mm-hmm. a, it's a fun time of life for most people. And I think it's fun to be part of that. Yeah. And just like me, you may work mainly with the high school students. So yeah. just they're always so excited. So that's, it's so refreshing. To, oh, it's such a promising, yeah, it's a promising time for them, right? Yeah. I mean, you talk to so yeah. many. Oh, yeah, so many. Your, your work, your, your plate <laughs> is very full. Um, but we, I mean, our student population is very similar. Mm-hmm. The difference is that, you know, yours reside in Ontario and, and right. traditionally don't. Right. But I mean, it's again that exciting time as an applicant. You know, the prospect of you know what's where's my life going to take me? Am mm-hmm. I going to you know learn a whole different school of study that I was never able to learn before in high school? Or am I going to make new friends? Am I going to learn to live my own? A lot of those conversations are very exciting, mm-hmm. and so it's fun to see them kind of get that started. Yeah, and the answer to all those questions is yes. Yes. Thank you so much for being here today, Chris, and sharing a little bit about your experience at Nipissing and in the recruitment office. Hey, it's been a pleasure. I I love talking. As many people (laughs) who know me know that. And it's fun to finally be on mic. So very exciting. That's it for this episode of A Brand New Start. Thank you to our guest, Chris Pekarski, for joining us today and producing this episode. A huge thank you also to Sarah Taylor, the Associate Registrar of Recruitment, who makes this podcast possible. Stay in touch with us. Do you have questions about how you can become a Nipissing student? You can send us an email at nuinfo at nipissingu.ca or you can follow us on Instagram to see all of the cool stuff we're doing at nurecruitment. If you enjoyed today's episode, please rate and review us or tell a friend about the show. Until next time, I'm Sheridan Hare and thank you so much for listening to A Brand New Start.